Hey, hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Julia. I'm so glad you're here. This is so exciting. This is my second interview. I want to do so many more because I want to keep bringing you these stories and these awesome people that I am meeting on the internet. If you're awesome and you want to be on the podcast or you know somebody who's an awesome person obsessed with hair, let me know. Today I have my friend Alexa, who is obsessed with some Starbucks matcha latte with vanilla and of course, hair-related products. So why don't you go grab your favorite cup of whatever it is you're drinking today and cozy up because this gorgeous mama is also going to give us the inside scoop on how she gets her curls. And um, yeah, you know how this goes. Well, you don't because you're new here. <laughs> Well, let's dive right in. Hi, everybody. Welcome to I Hair Obsessed. I'm super excited to welcome you to my new friend and guest. You kind of want to just give us the 411, what you specialize in, where you work. I think you got your own brand new place. I want to hear all about that. So welcome to the show. Thank you. So, um, I'm Alexa Berkey. I've been doing hair for almost over five years now, over five years now. Um, I just started my own salon suite in November. So just a month. I'm so excited. So Um, what all went into figuring that out for yourself? Cause I'm sure you had stuff to figure out. (laughs) So all of a sudden I got tired of being told what to do and planned it all out in about six weeks, which like, I do not recommend. You should probably plan that out a little more, but uh, that's how I live my life and we made it work. Awesome. So six weeks. So then did you have to interview different places that had suites available or did you have a lot of options? So in my town, there's not a ton of option. They do have more full on salons and you just rent a chair. Um, but I decided that if I was going to do this, I want it to 100% be whatever it is I want to do. So I moved to the town over, which is like only 15 minutes from my mm-hmm. other salon. Um, but it's closer to my house and I got my own room so I can use my own product. I can use, make my own times. I can do whatever I want to do. So that's really how I've been taking this approach with everything is what's best for me this time around. I love it. I love it. I mean, I haven't had a boss since 2005. So I'm, I always say, I don't, at beauty school, are you going to work some? I don't really do bosses. Why would I start now? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So how, what, how's the setup? Well, how much space do you have? Do you have a single room? Do you offer, what services do you offer? A really tiny room. Um, I don't know how big it is, but it's tiny. It's just a single one chair, one sink. Um, well, that's okay. That's how everyone's is here. So that's just the standard. Um, I went with Milkshake USA product. Um, and that explains my honeycomb background shelving here because it's made with um, more about that. and honey. Um, what else? Now I'm fascinated by product. How did you, how did you just were you doing research? How did you find that company? Did you know somebody, somebody tell you about it? Cause I think, aren't they in Minnesota or somewhere? They're actually from the UK and they're like just starting to uh. kind of join America. Um, 
Their headquarters is in Illinois though. So it's not far from me. Um, I found them on Instagram and I've just kind of been following them for a few years. And they seemed, I used to work for an Aveda salon and I went to an Aveda okay. school, which very oh, natural, okay. very, you know, and this seems to really like align with their values and what I prefer for myself too. Awesome. That makes sense. Okay. So that, so, so you, so you, um, use and retail those exclu exclusively. Is that, or do you have other lines that you can use too? I've got a few Russell products just for the men. Cause they're more like, they're specifically geared towards men. Whereas milkshake USA isn't, but they had some options that worked, but I have a pretty strong men's clientele too. Um, so I decided to get something like specifically geared towards my guys. So who do you prefer? What's your favorite kind of day? Like, is it doing like the men's cuts? Is it doing a little bit of everything? Like, do you have a certain client? When I was in school, my ladies were like 50 something semi-retired, retired. I took away their gray and I gave them curls and they were the happiest ladies at the end of the day. And I just love them. Or I'd have my men that needed trims too. And they were so fun. Just right. Quick. They keep telling you now, like you have to specialize, you have to specialize in something. So I've really been thinking about like, what is it that I specialize? Cause uh -huh. like same with you, I do women with like teenage kids to young adult kids. I do really, I've decided that I specialize in families. I love watching the kids grow and go off to college. Like, I feel like I get just as sad as their parents do. <laughs> and just having that bond with the entire family really makes a difference. I feel like. Yeah. And well, you know, I'm all about working smarter, not harder. So if you get in with the mom and you get in with the family, then you're exactly. less marketing. And then you also, you have your basic quick, easy retouches, but then a lot of times the younger, like the teenage girls want to do the blondes and the more fun stuff. So you still get to do a mix of everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so, so you're like a family oriented salon. What about kids? Cause they kind of drive me crazy when they're in the salon. Do you like let moms bring their kids? Do you do little kids? Like they jump all around, like afraid I'm going to cut myself. So my salon is actually called Amethyst Studio LLC. So there's a lot of amethyst and rocks in here. Um, so yeah, they play with the rocks. I had a kid try to steal one once. Um, <laughs> it kind of, I have a daughter, she's seven. Cool. I work with kids. I also volunteered an after school program. So like I'm used to kids. So it just kind of, it is what it is. And it's when you're in a single booth salon too it's different than when yeah around that's the true salon. yeah but you also kind of have to take the initiative and be like hey you can't play with that and then their mom will speak up too and I've never had it be a problem for me oh, good good a child no but I know that makes some people nervous yeah all right okay so family friendly and you like to do a little bit of everything um, oh, it's nitty gritty. Like what kind of scissors do you use? I don't know any of this stuff. You know, you just get what comes in your kit in school. Right. So right now I have Hanzo's, which like, they're all right. Um, I really want to try the shark fins though. Those are really popular where I'm at. Okay. I've, I've seen the buzz of them on Facebook. So are you a swivel thumb or do you just use the regular ones? The next ones I want to swivel thumb <laughs> right now. I have the regular, but I'm dying okay. for that. 
the carpal tunnel setting in. Okay. So now, really? uh, yeah. How, yeah. How many hours a week do you work? So I was working 40 plus. Now I work whatever works for both of us. I keep everything in my phone on my calendar. And if it works, it works. If not, then they have to wait. Mm -hmm. And again, with the freedom, I don't like being told what to do. I don't like being tied down. So I just don't. I yeah. also don't double book nice. unless it's families because I don't like rushing so much. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you create a bond with your clients and guests and I feel like that really ruins it when like someone else is sitting right there True. And listening to your whole conversation. Mm -hmm. So I've decided for myself that that's not what I want to do. So I'm just not. I love it. I love it. I'm a life coach before I'm a hairdresser. So I totally appreciate that. Cause that's what I thought too. When I was like, when I was going to booth run, wow, but how do I have to talked to these people with all these other people around? I want to like life coach. Them. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, so, okay. So those are the scissors you're admiring. And, um, what about hair color? Like there, I stand for hours and in, in the aisle and I'm, oh, cause we use gold while at school, but I know people get really kind of obsessed with one certain line are you do you have an affinity for one over another right now i love the milkshake um i do like a beta but i also if i have to go into cosmoprof because you can't get either of those at like cosmoprof or salon centric i don't think but i will go for joyco, joyco. i find joyco really good yeah okay those are my go-to's and what about for like uh like a, a like a lightener do you have like a one that you favor so again if i'm going to like cosmoprof or whatever i will get the blonde me which i think that's yeah. wella it's it? a it, um i think it's where is that schwarzkopf isn't it schwarzkopf oh, yes, yes my it teacher is. used it she was like this stuff is amazing <laughs> i love the blonde me yeah okay yeah um and then do you offer any others like do you do nails or pedicures or any other service or are you strictly just hair no, I've um, dabbled in uh, eyelash extensions before. It's good. I liked it, but it just wasn't everything, you know? So I just- dropped. I hear you have to sit there for three hours. I don't know how, I have patience, but not that much patience. Right, you're sitting there, you're staring really hard and it's just like such tiny, like tedious work yeah. that- my hands were sore by the end of it and it wasn't my passion anyway. Yeah. So why am I ruining my body for something that isn't my favorite thing? Yeah. Now, did I see on your social media, you have a link. Do you do the magnetic eyelashes now? Do you have? I, I, feel I don't like... have those. Oh, I thought you, I must be somebody else. You, <laughs> I I've, I've tried them. I was like, oh, maybe if she doesn't like to do them, she's tried the magnetic ones. Like those are kind of cool, but I'm still trying to figure them out. Are but you, you don't have to sit they're um Tori Bell Tori Bell so you put mascara on and then you just stick them on to the mascara mascara <laughs> yeah that sounds like it would work better than your eyeliner no it's not mascara it's eyeliner you're right see I, I don't even yeah because I put I, got so I, I know that would be better wouldn't it? see now you can invent that <laughs> okay there we go Okay. So I noticed you have curly hair. Like I do. It's all in a braid right now. So I am on a, a mission because I, my last client, I cut her hair a little bit shorter than I did in the past. I was going a little texture crazy and she, I was at home. It was a home appointment. So she took a shower and she came out and I went, Oh, you have curls. Girl. 
like all these curls in her hair and she's like, I hate them. Well, turns out she doesn't hate them. She doesn't know how to use them. So I'm on a quest for everybody who has curls that hates them to learn how to love them. So can you tell us like your curl routine? So my curl routine is constantly changing when it's longer. It's different. When it's shorter, it's different. I definitely, um, my go-to is right now. I actually shampoo at least probably about twice a week. So I don't wait the full week like some people do, but my scalp is bad. So I've just decided. Wait, you're supposed to wait a week if you have curly hair? Yes. So Mm. if you have a decent scalp, my scalp gets so uh, dandruffy, it's gross. But (laughs) so I've decided to shampoo more. (laughs) But if you have a good scalp and you can get away with it, shampoo once a week, even Mm. longer. I've gone two weeks without shampooing honestly like game changer because it's not drying out those ends yeah and co-wash so I'll use co-wash so I guess I'm not shampooing twice a week so what's co-wash so co-wash is kind of like a light shampoo conditioner mix you don't have to use conditioner with it if you have super coarse curly hair use conditioner with it too with my hair type I don't really have to yeah um but you'll just use that and it helps bring the oils from your scalp down to the ends of your hair. Okay. Is, and is, does milk, does milk make that? They do not. I don't think not that I've discovered yet. Okay. I've only been working with them for a month, but I don't oh, think okay. That's I would have been all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Another um, one to create. <laughs> I can formulate your- you need to create that. Um, what else do I do? I use a like a heat protectant, some type of like strengthening damage remedy type deal. Uh, then I use a gel. Oh, you said gel. Then I use a curl cream. And a curl cream. Sometimes I'll flip it and use the gel last. It'll depend on what you're going for. When I'm looking for like more volume, I use the gel last. Okay. And it creates a cast over the end of it. Yeah. And then when it's dry, you'll kind of shake it out and mess with it. Like literally flip your hair upside down and shake it out. That'll I... give you like volume and good curl. Okay. Now what, what kind of gel do you use? Um, Milkshake makes one and I used the Aveda one before. There's not a specific one. To oh, it doesn't really matter. Medium okay. whole gel is good. Medium whole gel. Do yeah. you ever use mousse? haven't really on some of my clients I do and they prefer that I feel like I probably use that more on finer hair yeah is your hair is your hair thick is your hair thick it's a little more coarse I probably have an average amount but I've got like thicker hair strands my hair is so thin my daughter's ponytail would be like four times the size of my braid oh yeah she got the thick hair I have super thin hair but um that's why I'm in school or went to school so I can learn how to do my hair and not look like I'm losing all my yeah. Have they taught <laughs> That's you? That's a problem, people. Like they, I've noticed there's like no in between. You either have way thick hair that's crazy or you have super thin hair and you're like balding. You, yes. Uh, honestly, yes. <laughs> have they taught you in beauty school? Like this is game changer. When you're cutting curly hair, um, I was kind of dry first. But then I go through and I take each like section, like little, like one inch by one inch section, each curl and I take it and then I slide my shears through the center and kind of uh, slide cut them out. That'll help break up the curl in there and give it more volume. It'll help it curl more 
that's a great tip. Yeah. That's my favorite. I kind of did something like that on my daughter's hair. It was like thick and I was just like giving her texture. I was like, let's just try this. And I was like, Ooh, that takes a lot out. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, like you'll kind of know how much to slide and where to start and stuff. You'll okay. figure it out. Okay. So That's twist and slide. Now, how did you learn that hack? Uh, an older stylist. That's the benefits of working with other stylists. And mm -hmm. I would always suggest people right out of school go for like work commission first, get yourself in a good, I wouldn't suggest personally signing any contracts. I know in like mm -hmm. the city and stuff, usually that's more common, but mm -hmm. I chose not to sign any contracts. Again, yeah. I don't like to be tied down places that I, that make you sign contracts, Yeah, you know, um, but working with the other stylists and learning from them, just watch them while you're waiting for your client to come in, like sit at the front desk and just watch the girl closest to you okay. and just see what she's doing. Totally good You'll advice. So much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ask all the questions in the world. It, it's okay. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because one day you'll be that person that somebody's watching and exactly. hopefully remember being in those shoes. Yeah. So what's the craziest thing that's happened to you as behind the chair? <laughs> Warn me, you would ask story. this question. And <laughs> honestly, for me, like I've been like racking my brain about this. Like for me, I've gotten off pretty well, I guess. <laughs> like I'm pretty lucky. Um, I've dealt with some crazy people, but usually if you just kind of like agree with them and keep going, like you get through it and you're okay. Uh -huh. Uh, but my coworker, she was brand new out of school. Like she had only been doing hair for maybe three months. Like we're still teaching her all the things, doing all the things. She had this lady come in. They did the consultation, mixed the colors. She did everything she was supposed to, except the hair was porous. So it pulled a little bit dark, just a little bit dark. This woman, like, I'm not even kidding you. When after this girl's license, called the Better Business Bureau, freaked out. What? Yes, like freaked oh, oh. out. Like called our boss and said that our, my coworker wasn't even licensed and left reviews that this girl wasn't even licensed. Oh, and did she, she cry? Cool. Yes, it was awful. And then we got her to come back in. All I did was a detox shampoo. And this woman was like, oh, well, I was just hangry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's gonna be like the crazy experience the crazy so maybe I think did you say you have snacks somebody said somebody said they have snacks like that's probably a good thing to have in your place should. It keeps to avoid the hanger yes keep coffee, water snacks all good things. yeah yeah okay cool so what's been the most touching experience that you've had whether it's something somebody's shared with you or something you were able to be a part of like something like a rewarding moment in your career. That's a good one. I guess, um, I started, I told, I said that I volunteer at an after school program. So the owner of that is actually my grandma's cousin. Like I've never really met this woman. And I started, I just got out of beauty school and she was like, Hey, I want you to do my hair. And like, you know, I'm still nervous. So, uh -huh. okay. So I started doing her hair and then I switched salons, which followed 
And then I switched salons again. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing hair. You just kind of reach that point and you're, you know, you're feeling down on yourself. And she was like, oh no, when you find a new salon, like, just let me know, I'll be there. So followed me again. And then I started volunteering with her. And now we're like, honestly, best friends. And she's like my favorite human in the world. So sweet. So she kind of believed in you and gave you that nudge when you were, is this really like, am I cut out for this? Definitely. Yeah. And you just built such strong bonds with people over a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. One of my um, girlfriends, Crystal from school. So we were kind of like the two, like we're older. I'm 43. She just turned 50. Everyone else is like the youngin. So sometimes people would walk in and we were kind of in a city ish area. So I had a guy with dreads like one time that I had worked through. And so some people would walk in and the girl, I don't want to cut that, you know, touch that hair. So this, this little gentleman walked in one time and he had these like snakeskin boots and uh, he was African-American and she, like, she basically just had to buzz him down, you know? Yep. And he was so she, but she was just so kind to him, you know, having just being conversational with him. And she said, so she's building a salon at home. And she said she got a phone call and she didn't know who it was. And here it was this gentleman asking he, I guess he tracked her down somehow. I, I don't remember if she gave him her number and he wanted to book a, you know, his next haircut with her. And he's, you remember? And she's like, of course I remember you. You're the snakeskin boot guy. And he, or she, what did she call him? Special people. She had a name for him. Fancy boots guy. She goes, you're the fancy boots guy. And he's like, yeah, that's me. So she was just so touched that he went out of his mind. Can I make an appointment with you after he just saw her one time in beauty school? Right. So, so yeah. One time makes all the difference. And just the simplest. All she did was treat him well. Mm-hmm. And that's all it took. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really special when they, you know, were in school, you are licensed to touch people, Mm -hmm. doctors, dentists, like you can't, you can't really touch people unless you're a cosmetologist or a doctor. And I was, wow, like that's so special to me. I put my hands on people and make them feel pretty. And I think it's like, it's a really cool career. Really? Especially after COVID now, all of these people have come in and like, haven't even gotten a hug from anybody which I know my clients very well. So I was bad and hugged my clients (laughs) with your mask on. And (laughs) exactly. You just have to do what you have to do. Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's amazing how that, that sense of touch makes all the difference in people's lives. Yeah. And I've had some of the women too, where I've been, cause they did one thing they did to teach us well in school was if you give a really good shampoo, we can't call it massage because we're not massage therapists. Uh, if you have a really good shampoo that you can basically mess up their hair and they'll come back to you. So I always would take my time at the bowl and then they would, oh, this feels like amazing. And I'm like, has anybody never given you a shampoo? They're like, no, no, <laughs> like, no. well, I guess they just spray down their hair or not even, I don't know what they do, but I was, wow, like really just giving you this amazing shampoo. And then they like, yeah, I talk to them and they're like, I love you. <laughs> it's the simple things that make all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So did you like, okay, so you have a seven-year-old daughter. My daughter's 14. Um, Love seven. They're so cute. And they still love you at that point. Although I think she's getting to a little bit towards the side of like not hating me. Um, (laughs) How do you balance like being a mama and being at work? Like where does she go when you're at work? How do you juggle that? So luckily my mom is able to watch her. My mom is like basically my partner with life. Like, 
Um, but another reason I chose the salon suite and all the freedom, which again, I've worked for it and I didn't just jump into this. I don't recommend just, you know, starting out of beauty school and jumping right into this. But now I have the freedom. So if my mom can't pick her up from school, I just have to block out that time. And that's that. Mm-hmm. It just, it is what it is. And once you build these relationships with your clients, they understand that and it's not a problem. Um, well, yeah, you, it depends on your situation. Mm-hmm. So do you see you doing this? You said now you could feel the wear and tear on your body. You're obviously like a lot, got a lot younger than me. Do you, how long, what do you see the, like the longevity in this career? Do you want to get into teaching? Do you want to do something else? Where do you see the trajectory of your hair career? So I have no plans of leaving the career. I am getting myself a cutting stool so that, cause I'm pretty tall. Oh, so that way I'm sitting and I'm not leaning over. Um, I wear a wrist brace at night and that really helps take out the pain in your wrist. Um, but I'm also in school for psychology. So if it ever does come to that time, I will be able to be it depends on how far I take it, but I could be like a victim's advocate. I would be very interested in, or I would go all the way and be probably like a children's therapist for schools, like school-aged kids is probably a high school would be where I would want to be. Do you want to get your doctorate? Are you going to be Dr. Alexa? If I ever get there, I <laughs> I it's all up in the air. No plans uh, for me. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know, the free spirit. Yeah. Well, obviously you have a super huge heart, which makes you good at what you do. And I wonder too, because in a hairdressing boards, which is obviously where I met you, um, it seems like there's two ends of the spectrum. It's like the people that will die with scissors in their hands. They mm-hmm. love what they do. And then other people that are like, kind of like, this is hard. Like I can't get clients. Like I don't want to do this. So it's like, what do you think separates the people that like have the like can do attitude versus the like, am I cut out for this? It is such a cutthroat industry. Honestly, longevity is what gets you places. You just have to outlast the girl next to you as kind of bad as that sounds. Mm-hmm. You just have to keep going, keep going, keep going. And you'll work your way up. You'll work your way up quicker than you think actually. Um, and it is a mindset and it can be hard because none of us come out of beauty school like with a full, a full clientele making money. It's, I worked three jobs my first year out of beauty school, but you just slowly keep building and you make it work and the longevity is what gets you there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how did you get those first? Cause that's where I'm at. I literally have like one client who I lo- love, maybe two from beauty school, maybe, maybe a couple if we, I could actually do hair somewhere, but um, what, what do you think like is the best way to, to build that book? Like, do you have any tricks or tips or did you build a book from a following from school or from the commission-based salon? I actually went to school in Indy and then I moved up to Valparaiso, which is pretty close to Chicago, Indianapolis, sorry. And up, went up close to Chicago, so I didn't bring anyone with me. I took all the pictures I could. I, like that social media, you have to just stay consistent with social media and you'll start seeing people come in. Um, you have to be kind to everybody. 
you, you know, you are not above anybody. You are not too good for this haircut or that haircut. It is like the fancy boots man. Mm-hmm. Like he's probably very used to people just kind of writing him off and not, you know, just doing the job of being done. Whereas mm-hmm. your friend took the time and effort with him and now he'll probably be her client for life mm-hmm. and he exactly. will probably treat her very well. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So what advice, like, can you think of any like good words of wisdom that you would want to give somebody that's like maybe a younger girl in high school thinking about going through a school program where she gets her license or somebody that's looking for a career change or in beauty school? Like what, what was like one thing you want them to know if they're like thinking about that career? Find some type of mentor. As much as I don't like contract salons, they usually have mentorship programs mm-hmm. and you learn so much more. I actually did like a apprenticeship, Okay, but I didn't okay. sign the contract and I moved on after that. So how does that work? Cause I never heard of anything like that. So, um, we had at that salon, they have a program and there's like certain phases at phase two is when you have to decide whether you're staying with the salon or if you're leaving. Um, so I learned as much as I could. And then I decided that that's not where I wanted to be, which is okay. And you'll move around, try not to, but don't stay in a spot where you're not happy because you'll just continue to not be happy. Um, learn as much as you can from those older girls learn as much as you can to find a mentor, DM me on Instagram. If you need to, uh, like, I am always here to answer questions. That's fine. Uh, but find somebody to ask the dumb questions to send your pictures to. I actually just sent uh, my haircut pictures to my friend who's now specializing in hair cutting and actually styles the, what is it in Colorado, the Broncos. She okay. the Broncos cheerleaders. Oh, fun. Yes. So I'm like, girl, please criticize me and let me know what I'm doing. Oh. Always work for that. Take that criticism and learn from it. Yeah, I know. And that's a good point too, because I, my degrees in graphic design. So that is like all we did in art school was literally like we would post our stuff up on the wall and we would like tear it apart constructively of course so I forget that I learned that constructive criticism that yeah that's that's huge that you can that you can ask for it and receive that and right you can't get better if nobody's telling you like hey maybe try it this way or yeah that looks great and it doesn't look great right stay confident but stay humble Mm -hmm. awesome Okay. Oh, and I'm getting distracted because I see the little hairdryer above your head. So we have this whole going thing, obviously with dryers, right? Like what's the best hairdryer? So what kind of hairdryer do you use? Don't pay attention to that hairdryer. Okay. That's like decoration. Yeah. That one is just there as a substitute. Um, my Dyson died eight days before my warranty was up. So my new Dyson is on the way. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, I got a Dyson as a gift. 10 out of 10, love it. And I think I would get another one. Well, obviously it did, but I think I would purchase another one. I think it's worth it. Um, I had a, what is it called? The babyless, the Ferrari one. Um, I had that. It's a really good brand. Um, I feel like between the Dyson and my old babyless, I get the same blow dry time. 
but the Dyson is quieter yes. and the airflow isn't as strong. Yeah. So it seems like gentler, I, doesn't it? Yes. It's gentler. Yeah. I got one too. A girl worked at Ulta and she was like, if anybody wants anything, I can get a discount. So like my first month of beauty school, I was like, get me a Dyson. So I just didn't want to wait till I had my license to get the professional one. And I figured I could, I kept the box and everything if I wanted to like pass yeah. it on or sell it on the marketplace or something I, I could upgrade, but I'm pretty, yeah, I like how quiet it is. It's, it's yeah. pretty cool. I love um, oh, so like, well, like we can wrap it up, but like, I, cause I love tools. Like I've had a crimper, like in fourth grade, like I had this hair thing going on longer than I guess I realized. So like, do you use hot tools? Like, do you have any sort of hacks? Like I like to use a curling wand. Cause one of my like nieces gave me that tip when she was like in high school. And I was like, how do you get your curls to look like that? And she's like, I use this wand. And I was like, old aunt. And I was like, what's a wand? So, so now I use that. It's my flat iron for everything. You can also okay. see my flat iron in the background. That's the only hot tool that I like keep out and ready okay. to go. Because okay. I use that to curl. Uh, you can get tighter curls with it, looser curls. It all depends on how much you're twisting the iron as you're pulling it out. Oh, yeah. So if you just give it like a little wrist flick and pull it out, that'll just give a wave. Whereas right. if you continue to curl it as you pull it out of your hair, yeah. then it'll give more of a curl. Okay. And what kind of flat iron do you have? That is a babyless. Oh, babyless. Okay. And so do you have a signature look? Cause it's, um, it's funny when I like look on it's like this half curl, which would drive my one teacher crazy. Cause she's like, you know, she's a generation before me. And so she's like, I don't understand this. Like big straight end. She's like, it should be curled. So I, I mean, there's, and some people do them really long and some people do them really short. So do you have like a signature look that when somebody leaves that you give them? Usually I blow people out straight because I want to see every single one of those layers make sure everything's blended perfect because if they notice one thing out of place they're just gonna act like you messed up their entire haircut um I like to be able to see everything I go back through and texturize with it dry almost all almost always even with my curly hair do you use shears or a razor shears okay I have a couple razor clients that I do and I cut my own hair with a razor razor on curly hair is gonna give you massive volume um, but usually shears. Yeah. Okay. And I blow dry people out straight, touch it up. Um, and especially when balayage was a thing, I was so proud. You want that balayage to be blown out straight because I count it's okay. cheating if you curl it. So you can't see that blend. <laughs> so I guess that's where the straight thing came. And then I've just always done. Okay. Straight. I'll add okay. a few like waves in there, I guess. Gotcha. But most of my, if you go on my Instagram, most of the girls are straight. Okay, cool. And what's your Instagram handle? It is Amethyst Studio LLC. LLC. Okay. And we'll put that in the show notes if people have it. Um, and, uh, okay. So you got your own suite. Oh, how did you come up with a name? Amethyst is actually my birthstone. I'm a super hippie. So like I wanted something to reflect that. Um, and then one of my old coworkers, she was like, well, why don't you call it like moonstone or something? <laughs> and I was like, I like that. And I sat on it for a while. And then I was like, well, why don't I do amethyst? Like that's my birthstone. Oh, cool. Just, I went for it and everyone seems to like it. So that's cool. That's cool too. And then like you can do, there's so much stuff you can do with branding. Like 
with stones and amethysts and like exactly, hippie. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Do you um do you do any gifts for like your Christmas at the holiday, like at the holidays or anything or birthdays or like do you do anything special for your clients? So this is my first time by myself where I have to decide that, right? Um, at my old salon, we did like little travel sizes, sample sizes, and like made a little gift bag. And they would do that for their top 100 clients. So that was a way to not, you know, to show appreciation to those people that are in your chair every four to six weeks, you know, yeah. but you don't have to worry about the ones that come in like once right. a week. Right. Yeah. Um, right now for everyone and that comes in December with me. I'm giving out like a little sample or a little trial size and handwritten notes. They love that. I also do that for my students that I volunteer for Aww. and they make sure that they are getting that note this year. They're Miss Alexa, are you bringing notes to the party? Yes, yeah, bring notes to the Christmas party. You'll get your, they love it. It's just something short, sweet, like, Hey, I really enjoyed getting to know you this year. Like I'm so happy for the bond that we built it means so much to people that you like put a little bit of thought into it. Right. Cause when, when's the last time somebody got a handwritten note? Right. <laughs> 1990 never. <laughs> right. That's my favorite thing to do. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, okay. So I th- I'm trying to think like, if there are any other questions I'm going to ask you and I appreciate you, you for being here for this is like my second interview. And for all of you who are listening to this brand new baby podcast, it's going to just grow from here but I love connecting with people and like sharing your message and you obviously have this huge heart and now you're in school and you're doing the single mom thing and like you're just like an amazing woman and so thank you for doing what you do and taking a little bit of time out of your crazy busy schedule to like leave this little piece of you and us our conversation on the earth that will live here forever and ever in the cloud (laughs) I just think it's so cool like do this podcast so thanks for letting me interview you and meet with you. Do you have any last words of wisdom or anything you want to share with anybody? We gave them your Instagram. Yeah. If anyone has any questions for real, reach out to me and I will help you the best that I can. Thank you. I am so into mentoring other people and just serving other people. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I'm excited to watch, watch your career evolve and I'm sure your little, it won't be long before your little suite could turn into a salon. Do you have envisions of, of that? I know you don't like to plan too much ahead, but. Exactly. And I don't like telling other people what to do either. Like I'm already a mom. I don't need to be a mom for like grown adults. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think the, the suite's cool, but it's a cool option. That's, we don't have anything like that where, I, where I'm at, but if, you I guess you're probably close, where you're closer to a city. You can have a. Our salon suites would be like stalls and like a horse barn. (laughs) That could be cool though. You could work with that. (laughs) That would be pretty sweet actually. Yeah, it would be, right? (laughs) (laughs) Some fun branding. Well, thank you, Alexa. I will let you get back to your daughter and your busy day. And thanks everybody for listening today. Thank you. I'm going to end the recording. Yeah. <laughs>